Wine Studio. So there's a lot better ways to start promoting and start monetizing from day one. The easiest thing you can do from day one of your show is to promote affiliate products. You can get your listeners used to a, a mini sponsorship from day one. You know the products you use, the products you love to use. Go to them, ask them, "Hey, I want to promote your stuff. Give me an affiliate link." And start it from day one. Hello and welcome back to Podcast Unfiltered, a podcast about creating podcasts and amazing podcasters. I'm your host Vijay Gautam. For the past 4 years, I have had the opportunity to produce tons of shows and learn from some of the most amazing creators of the country. Podcast Unfiltered is my attempt to give you a sneak peek into the creative process of some of the most iconic podcasters of the country and bring forth insights that's shaping the podcast industry in India today. Today I'm chatting with Ravi Jayagopal from subscribeme.fm. He also runs a podcast by the same name where he talks about making, marketing and monetizing online digital content with online courses and membership sites. He is the co-founder and co-developer of digitalaccesspass.com, a membership plugin and marketing platform for WordPress, and he is the creator of coolcastplayer.com, the beautiful podcast player plugin for your WordPress website. Ravi often comes with interesting and creative ways to promote his podcast services and products. I asked him to break down some of the hacks on marketing and monetizing your podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, we have Ravi Jayagopal from subscribeme.fm with me here. Ravi, welcome to the show. Hi Vijay, thank you for having me on the show. So Ravi, I was going through the kind of uh, things that you have done, and you have set up your first online business in sole thing on the internet in 1997. I was just five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That shows you how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and the first Indian to sell physical copy of the book, right? Arguably. Correct. Arguably, I, I, if somebody came up and showed me something that proved that wrong, I will accept it. But until then, I will assume that I'm the one <laughs> <laughs> like that. And that was, you know, the experience that you have in the online marketing space. And now you run this podcast, subscribeme.fm, and uh, it is about making marketing and monetizing of online digital content. Obviously, you have been creating online content. You have been creating online products and services, and selling marketing it for so many years and idea was definitely not something i'm sure you have pondered upon a lot in coming out with the idea because it was kind of obvious on what you want to talk about on your show superb and ravi i just want to directly jump into the marketing and monetization bit of the podcast because that's the most burning question that podcasters ask and whenever i get these calls from people wanting to start their podcast the first question they ask me is can i make money out of podcast so now i want to ask you this question can somebody make money from podcast yes absolutely but everybody's expectation has to be tempered right but it depends on how much you want to make and 
if you are trying to create a business and you want to make money on the side, then podcast is not the first thing you should be looking at. So I call it making money because of your podcast and making money from your podcast. So making money because of your podcast is way easier than making money directly from your podcast. So what I mean by the from your podcast is if you're trying to get sponsors and donations and you're trying to directly have ads on on your podcast and you want to get advertisers and sponsors and you want people to donate money, you have a Patreon account, directly making money from your podcast is a lot harder because it comes down to basic math. So I have polled a lot of people over the years and done a lot of research because this was my presentation at Podcast Movement a couple of years ago. But during the research, I found out that between 1% to 5% of your audience will donate. So think about that. Yeah, I think that was crazy example that you have given. It would be great if you can share the same example of the podcast that you were referring to on that talk. I think I heard it on your either social media or read it on the blog or even watched that video that you have shared. But that Correct. was crazy example. So maybe you want to share that particular example with numbers, if possible, if you can remember. Sure. Yeah. So there's a podcast called Radio Lab, and they have 5 million listeners and... 20 million YouTube subscribers. These numbers are like, everything is in the millions. Number of listeners on the radio show is in the millions, 10 million, 7 million listeners, 5 million downloads weekly, right? We are talking about. So on one of the episodes, the host comes on and says, we have so many million listeners and only 0.7% of them are donating to the show. And remember, this is a show that does not have sponsors. They deliberately don't have sponsors because they don't want to dilute the listening experience. They want to have the best information available and they are listener-supported show, which means they are depending on their listeners to pay for the creation of the show. And this is and also not they a, have like amazing content. Amazing. We are talking about uh, like a CNN, like a documentary style, True. Oscar award worthy shows with a lot yeah. of journalists traveling to different countries and states and staying in different hotels and, and talking to people, like in-depth documentary-style shows, phenomenal podcast. So their costs are a lot. They have like, I don't know, 50 employees, 100 employees, I don't know, right? A lot of people working on the show and their costs are really high. They are literally creating like an award-worthy show every episode. It's not just two guys talking or one person in their room talking. So they have a lot of expenses and they're able to bring out that level of content because of the number of people that work on the show, the number of experts. So all those people have salaries, they have overhead. So they have been, the whole premise right from the beginning has been, please support $8, you know, paying $8 a month. And the host literally, you could hear him begging, only 0.7% of their listeners are paying $8 a month, right? So Imagine for a show that has tens of millions of listeners and downloads and YouTube views and 50 million overall reach in terms of audience and all the radio show, they have unimaginable level of audience. He was literally begging, can we please at least get it to 1% donation rate? So think about that. So the average podcaster wants to fire up their microphone, sit in their basement, a couple of guys drinking beer and talking about the latest movie that came out. Your expectation is what? People will just line up and pay for your show? 
there is so much stuff out there to think about all the celebrities we don't even talking about like the top level uh, celebrities right think about all the tv shows you watch the movies you watch the radio shows you listen to youtube channels you watch all of them could start a podcast tomorrow and they will have a built in audience whereas you and i when we start a podcast we are starting at zero so how are you going to get to a point where 1% will be enough so think about it like this let's say you have 1000 listeners okay average i'll give you 5% at the top end let's say 5% of your listeners are willing to donate so 5% makes it 50 people out of 1000 right if you have 1000 downloads so 50 people let's say you charge $5 a month that's $250 right sure that's great money for a lot of people so if your expectation is to make a little bit of change chunk change on the side 250 $500 right and uh, probably $500 goes longer in india when you do the conversion and stuff currency conversion but if that's enough where you can buy some cool toys on the side maybe go for a few extra dinners and movies that is fine if you are thinking i want to quit my job with podcast money then that's going to be a really hard road ahead because you have to build up your audience to such a level that their donations and their sponsorship can pay for your living so when the audience is your monetization when the attention is their monetization which means you have to make you have to get like thousands of downloads and initially 1000 downloads might seem very simple right because you're like okay if i tell everybody i know and they tell a few people i should be able to get 1000 people 1000 downloads it doesn't work like that took me 6 months yeah, 6 months exactly and then even then 1000 people you are better off creating products and services if you sell a book e ebook for 5 bucks and 500 people buy that now you have $2500 which is going to be 50 times more than what you're going to make you know or 10 times more what you're going to make by depending on sponsorships and donations so you have to have your expectations correct you have to know what you're getting into and getting into podcasting for the sake of making money would be a bad idea because it's a lot of work it takes sustained excellence to keep putting out content week after week after week and numbers are going to be pretty high if you want sponsors and donations lowest level i think i don't know uh, the last i checked it was like 5000 downloads is the minimum to get into a uh, one of these sponsorship websites right like midroll or something it might be even higher now and second thing remember just because you got one sponsor somehow you managed you hustled and you promoted and you got to 5000 downloads in a year and you get your first sponsor and you promote their product and you go and say hey look go to uh, bijay's uh, podcasting service bijay.com and uh, he's doing amazing podcasting stuff and uh, here's a coupon code guess what if nobody buys it bijay is not going to come back to your show and sponsor again because he just spent hundred dollars or whatever on your show and you got zero returns so sponsorship is just the beginning right it's not the end you just started which means you got to the point you got a sponsor now how are you going to make them happy so instead there's a lot of other ways to monetize instead of waiting to do sponsors and donations you can start with affiliate products you can start from day one in fact i was probably the first ever podcaster to have an ebay auction one month before i started my podcast ever and i sold 510 dollars worth of sponsorship before i even recorded my first episode 
Wow. That goes to show you the power of having an existing audience. So I was able to go to my list and say, hey, look, I've created an eBay auction. Again, nobody, I don't know of anybody who has ever created an eBay auction for a podcast sponsorship, but I was not sure how much I should charge. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a little bit of marketing with this. So where I said, I'm doing something that nobody has ever done before. And I talked about creating an eBay auction and how anybody could go and participate in that and bid on the first episode sponsorship. And I said, why you should do it? Because I'm going to promote the heck of the first episode. I'm telling my list. I'm telling my Facebook group. I'm telling everybody I know about my first. My first episode will be the most listened to episode. And that's the episode you want to sponsor. So go bid on the auction. And I was able to get 17 bids on that. And the winning bid was $510. Wow. So I think they paid like $550 and eBay took like $40 or $50. Bucks. So I got like $500. Bucks. And then I went to the same guy and said, hey, do you want to sponsor the second episode too? I will give you a 50% discount. And he did that. I got $250 from that. So after that, I realized the sponsorship thing is not for me. It's too much work. And you constantly have to sell your stats and your ability to benefit. And they have to see results too. It's not just about getting a sponsor. I can get a sponsor like that. But how am I going to justify the cost of my sponsorship if I'm not able to drive traffic my listeners are not going to the website. They're not buying stuff. They're not using the coupon code that they gave me. They're not visiting the affiliate link they gave me or whatever it is. So there's a lot better ways to start promoting and start monetizing from day one. The easiest thing you can do from day one of your show is to promote affiliate products. And it's not, again, going to these, waiting for these fancy ads that you hear, Geico commercial or blah, right? It's, you're not, you don't care about branding ads. You want to start with the people you know, the products you use, the products you love to use. Go to them, ask them, hey, I want to promote your stuff. Give me an affiliate link. They will give you a promotional link. And start it from day one. Get your listeners used to that. You, you might have a sponsorship, right? Another big mistake people will do is they'll wait for all the stars to align. I want to get 5,000 episodes so I can get a big mattress commercial for 100 episodes. They will not have any ads and they introduce ads and boom, half their listeners revolt against it. And they say, I did not sign up for this. I don't want to hear sponsors, right? So hmm. you can get your listeners used to a, a mini sponsorship from day one by affiliate products. If you're using a website hosting, right? If you have a website, you can promote your website host. If you're using any products and services, so many things you can do and you can barter, right? You can do a lot of things. You can be very creative in using your podcast sponsorship to go and tell people, hey, I will promote your stuff. Give me a free copy of your course or do True. this and I will promote you as an affiliate. I don't want anything. I don't want you to pay me money. Do this. I will review your product or service. So many ways in which you can start uh, monetization. Yeah, I think this is one of the things that I keep telling to people on the podcasting community here in India, especially because in US, a lot of podcasters have indie podcasters, obviously like corporates and network. That's a different story. But when we look at the indie podcasters in USA, they have still figured out a way and they are still ahead of the game in terms of like going out and executing on whether that is promoting their affiliates, whether that's creating their own product and services and promoting it on their own podcast rather than waiting for those 5,000 or 10,000 downloads on their episode. But the most common thing that we see here in India is with the podcasters is they are literally waiting. So 
they are waiting for the numbers to grow. Okay, we are building the community. I'm very passionate about the podcast and putting money out of the pocket every single month to host. And I'm kind of quite exhausted asking people, hey, why don't you, you know, create something of your own rather than waiting for the advertiser and just share the similar kind of numbers that you see, even if you get like 1000 downloads or 5000 downloads and CPM rates in India are because advertisers in India are not yet aware of podcast as a medium, right? In US, still now people have started considering podcast on their marketing budget, but that's not the case here in India. People are still trying to understand this medium in general. Now that's going to change real quick, maybe in a year or two things might change. But as of now, marketers are very reluctant to put money on podcasting as yet. And podcasters are waiting that someday that will happen and somebody will put money. And then when that's going to happen, then the first three months, okay, take my money for three months. And then when you go back and show the results, then they would be like, what? I'm not going to sponsor from the fourth month. Then, you know, you don't have any sponsors. So right. So I think that, that's that- a... That goes back to the other side of what I call, you know, making money because of your podcast versus from yeah. your podcast. So from is sponsorship and donations, which are really, really hard without the numbers. And not all niches will have people who are ready to pay. And you have to constantly be creating new content, premium content. So you might as well, I talk about this with YouTube creators too. I have coaching clients. And with YouTube, you have to create hundreds and hundreds of videos for a couple of years to get to the point where you have thousands of subscribers, you have so many tens of thousands of views per day, and it's a never-ending cycle of creating videos. Instead, you could put 30, 40, 50 videos and create a fantastic online course, and you could charge $10, $20. You will be way ahead of everybody else in terms of monetization. So that's what I always preach is build a business behind your show. So your podcast, it's very difficult if it is the top of the funnel, right? The top of the funnel is the first exposure that people get to you. It is very hard if that's your first exposure because podcasting is still not that big, right? It's still not uh, as prevalent as videos. You ask 100% of the people in the world, they'll know how to watch a video, but not 100% of the people in the world know how to listen to a podcast. Absolutely. And they don't even know what a podcast is. Not everybody does. I mean, it's improving right? I think 20, 30, 40, 50 uh, percent of people have heard of a podcast. There's all kinds of numbers, but it's still not as prevalent as video. So why don't you create something from day one, right? You create products and services and think of podcasting as, I call it a door opener. Doesn't just create, open new doors to you, but it also creates doors where doors never existed before. So it's a relationship builder, it's a door opener, it creates new opportunities for you, and it allows you to go really, really deep with a listener because they're literally listening to you in their headset, and you're talking in their head while they're doing stuff and going on a walk or walking the dog, out for a run, driving to work. So the relationship you can build, long-form content, there's absolutely nothing like podcasting, but the flip side is also that they're listening to you when they're walking the dog, which means if you give them a call to action, it is very hard for them to convert because they have to remember the coupon code, the link to go mm. to. They may get back to their computers three hours later. They won't remember the offer. Nothing may gets a click and a call to action like an email list, right? So you have to know where podcasting falls into your marketing funnel because you cannot say, my entire business is going to be based on building an audience of listeners first and then 
creating product and services, and then selling it to them. Starting with the podcast at the top of the funnel is a very hard road. There are better ways to do it, and podcast is better mid-funnel, where you already somebody already knows you, they like you, they trust you because of social media and ads and email list building and all the videos and courses. They already know you, and then you want to take it to the next level, and that's when you, podcasting is perfect, mid-funnel. Uh, where they already know a little bit about you, you have an existing audience. Now you can, if you send an email to your list, even if it's 500 people saying, hey guys, I launched a new podcast, check it out here. And you give them the link and people make the mistake of only promoting Apple links, uh, Apple podcast links. There are so many different people in this world using so many different platforms. Always send people to your website and have all the links to different platforms there. Have a feed player right at the top so that they can sample your podcast right there maybe check out your feed player it serves as a table of contents for your podcast. So one shot in like two minutes, they can see all the, it's like browsing through the table of contents of a book and knowing what the book is about. Same way a feed player, a playlist can immediately show them what kind of topics you talk about. Is this something that they would be interested in? It allows you, them to sample a few episodes. Then they can go deeper and subscribe to from Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, blah, blah, blah. You can have all those links on your on your homepage. So key is to build a business behind your podcast and use that as one of the most powerful marketing tools to spread your message, go deeper with your customers and provide more value. Yes, interesting. I totally agree with you know what you have said about it's going to open door for you which never existed before, right? And when people ask me, how much do you make from a podcast? I tell them zero. And I ask them and you know i coach you a lot and i love when you say it, it's not from the podcast it's because of podcast and i tell them but ask me the right question and the right question is how much do you make because of podcast and that's the right question and when you ask me that then i can give you like i can tell you what kind of opportunities podcast has you know brought my way including collaborating with some of the multimillionaires whom i have interviewed on my podcast and imagine them coming to me and saying can we start a business together? Can we work on this project together, right? And if it was not for the podcast, then I would be going with all the pitch deck. I'll be going and pitching my ideas to them and remember like the steps that are there for me to even reach out to that person and just get the contact and fix a meeting. And here they are coming to me saying, can we work together on this project, right? Absolutely. The whole thing and whole dynamics changes. When you know that it's beyond those sponsors money. It's beyond even like what you're making from the podcast. So just right. look at the other opportunities that are there and what you can create for yourself. It comes down to the thought process and how seriously you are taking this thing and where you intend to take it in next few years and your objectives. So now coming back to the point, how can somebody like you and me who do not have any follower, who do not have any email list, but I want to use podcast as the first thing to build my audience, can start building the audience. If you came to me as a coaching client and said, I have no audience and I want to use my podcast to build my audience, I would say, no, stop. There are way better ways to build an audience from scratch than a podcast. Mm -hmm. So in fact, I've been working on a new course and I talk about all the different ways in which you can build an audience, right? Email, YouTube, podcast, Instagram, Facebook. Podcast is further down. It's a long-term play. So in my course, I go through three things, short-term, mid-term, and long-term. So long-term would be 
SEO, right? Search engine optimization and blogging and a lot of those things will come into the long form and then long term. Short term, there are ways to directly approach people on Facebook, on Twitter, build relationships and create lead magnets and give them directly, give them away directly to people, engage in communities, answer their questions and build relationships. That's the short term. And there are other things I go into uh, in my course. Uh, the general idea is podcasting is not a short-term play. If you want to put food on the table, right? If you're hungry, your family's hungry, you need to put food on the table today and tomorrow and next week and next month. You're not going to go and plant a tree in the backyard, right? That's not going to feed you for the next one month. So is your family going to die of starvation? You can't do that, right? So you have short-term. Short-term is go get a job, do some freelancing, See if there's anything at home you can sell, right? Those are the, if you look at Gary Vaynerchuk and all this, but you, there's like a hundred different ways to make money tomorrow, right? So if you want to make money tomorrow, uh, you're not going to go and invest in bonds or some treasury that'll, or, or in a 401k that'll come 30 years later, right? So you have to know, just like if you go to a financial advisor and say, here's this money, I want to invest it, how would I invest it? They'll say, Okay, short term, midterm, long term. So short term would be, you know, stocks and bonds and blah 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 and the midterm risks, medium risk, high risk. So there's always a progression to things. I'm so passionate about podcasting that I want to start one. That's fine. That's not what I'm talking about here. If you want to start a podcast, do it. Because when you are that passionate, you don't care who's listening. You want to put out the stuff that you care about and eventually you will get to, oh my god, nobody's listening. So that's another matter altogether. But at some point, uh, you know, you have to have the passion because when I first started creating websites, I did not say, you know what, I'm going to make the, create this website. I'm going to make tens of thousands of dollars. I'm going to buy a yacht or a private plane eventually. That was not my intention. I wanted to create a website because the kind of website I wanted to create didn't exist. So I created. So most of the people who have succeeded, if you see, they started something without caring about money, about fame about recognition, about audience, they do not care about that. So if you have that level of passion, go ahead and do it. If you're starting with, I want to build an audience, then the next thing should not be, go start a podcast. So let's say you're Wolverine, right? Hugh Jackman, the actor. You're coming out with a new X-Men movie and you come to me and say, hey, Ravi, I want to uh, promote my new movie. Uh, what should I do? Now imagine if I told Hugh Jackman, okay, Go and start your own TV show. Then next, launch a podcast. Then start a YouTube channel. Start blogging about it on your website. Start doing SEO, search engine optimization. That's the most ridiculous thing, right? So you have to know what is the progression of things. There are some things, short-term, mid-term, and long-term. So short-term would be starting with your own audience, right? I can guarantee you everybody who says, I have no audience, actually has a little bit of an audience because you go through the emails you have exchanged with people over time, your own Facebook group, uh, your own Facebook profile and friends. WhatsApp group in India. That's WhatsApp huge. group. You probably have at least 100 people you know. So start with your own audience. And then the short-term play, a lot of people will give you the wrong advice and say, start uh, investing in ads. You don't even have to go there. You know, Create some lead magnets and start promoting it and start giving it away and create giveaways and, and go approach people directly go on podcasts. So that's what, if your Hugh Jackman came to me and said, how do I promote it? The PR guy is going to say, let's get you on Oprah. Let's get you on this show. 
Oprah doesn't even exist anymore the the show but uh, let's go on a, on a media tour let's get you on podcast they're not going to tell you start a podcast they'll say let's make you a guest on 20 podcast they're not going to say you start a youtube channel they'll say go on the fern the the, the zack galifianakis show green fern or something two fern something show right there are a bunch of youtube influencers who have their show go on those shows reach other people's audiences opa right and so that's how you start it and then as you start building an audience you can promote you can do a lot of things you can go on youtube you can go on instagram you can go on podcasting so if you're already mentally fixated on podcast just go do it no questions asked you have to also know who's your audience if you're promoting products and services to people who don't even know what a podcast is or very few of them listen to it what's the point right if i'm creating a product for people who are who are about to retire right if i'm a financial analyst and i i help people with investment and figure out their retirement and stuff i'm not going to tell them to promote it on tiktok or snapchat right you have to know and if you want to go after younger uh, audience 15 to 20 right then you go on snapchat then you go on tiktok right so you have to know before you figure out the platform don't start with the platform that's my main thing here do not get married to a platform before you can figure out what is my niche what is my expertise what am i good at who is my audience where are they how old are they what are their interests where do they hang out you have to figure out a lot of those things first then you may realize that you know what podcast is not even the best platform for me maybe i should go YouTube, create youtube videos or if your goal is to make money youtube is also not a good thing because you'll endlessly create youtube videos and you're going to make $5 a day rather than create a course and sell it for you know make at least $1000 a month so there's a whole bunch of things you have to consider but if you want to start with the start a podcast because you're passionate about podcasting just go ahead if you get into the with it with the expectation of making money and retiring rich then you're going to be disappointed super so taking forward from the rabi one of the things that uh, you talk a lot about which i really appreciate is when it comes to promoting the podcast and there are two ways that you talk about create less and then promote more so now podcasters who are listening to this show how they can start growing their audience now the one thing that you have shared is for the people who are looking at building the list and whether you should be looking at doing a podcast or not but people who have already doing podcast and listening to this how can they start growing their audience what are the few myths first that you have seen in the market that people always talk about number one and two what would be the right way then or some of the things that really work when it comes to building your audience how can people go about that right so some of the myths are if you keep creating great content you'll grow your audience right it's the uh, age old cliche build it and they will come no build it and they will not come you have to go promote it whether it's a website or a youtube channel you just can't create more content and expect your channel to grow yes on some some platforms like youtube which are really good at search and google which will give you some long tail it's gone down because the number of websites are growing and growing right everything is growing number of youtube videos are growing so it's not the same as 5 years before where you could get some organic traffic from youtube or google so organic traffic is dead that's the main thing you cannot expect to create more content and expect your 
listenership to grow. So that's the first mistake people will make. They'll put out one episode and then say, it's not growing. Okay, let me do one more. Then six months later, they're still focused on creating more episodes, but not on marketing. So it doesn't matter how great your content is. If Leonardo da Vinci had created the Mona Lisa and, and, and had created 100 other paintings and kept it in his basement and never showed it to anybody, it doesn't matter how many great paintings he created. He was never going to become the Leonardo da Vinci, right? The world would not know about Mona Lisa. Same way, it doesn't matter how awesome your content is. If it's only growing by a few downloads because some random person somehow happened to click on your Facebook link or whatever, then that's not a good formula for growth. So you have to go after the marketing. You have to promote it. And podcasters, way too many times, they're so focused on getting every episode out on time because somebody said consistency is the most important thing. No, consistency is important if you want to lose weight like I do. I have to exercise every day. I have to eat less every day. You don't have to put out a podcast every week, right? So it doesn't matter. The next time James Cameron comes out with a movie, right? Are you going to say, uh, well, he created Avatar in, you know, seven, eight years. Before that, he took five years to create Titanic. He doesn't put out a movie every year. So I'm not going to go watch this guy's movie. Are you going to say that? It doesn't matter. Who cares? It's James Cameron. And same way if... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio comes out with a movie, one movie, uh, sometimes it takes two years, sometimes it takes five years. Are you going to stop watching his movie because he's not consistent? Right? It makes consistency is overrated when it comes to podcasting. For YouTube and algorithms, and there's, that's a whole other issue. We'll not even get into that. But when it comes to podcasting, don't get stuck on consistency. If you want to be consistent, if that's a thing that you have, then that's fine. But don't compromise on the marketing. Imagine if a lot of people say, I only have time, enough time to just put all this thing together and I have to come up with the content and do the editing and I don't have time for marketing. So give up one week, make your podcast every other week. So one episode you release one week, spend the next 10 days promoting it. Then you do the other one. So do two episodes a week. People will think, you know what? One episode a week is not working at all. So I'm going to go to two episodes a week. That is not going to work. So if you can't get one episode, to work and you're not growing your audience, creating two episodes is not going to grow your audience. Because guess what? People are not going to your Apple podcast listing and saying, hmm, this guy, he's only creating one episode every other week. This show must suck. Maybe I want to listen to him. Oh, this guy, he's putting out five episodes a day. The show must be really good. Nobody's thinking like that, right? <laughs> That's why you have to think like a marketer. If you're just purely thinking as a content creator and an artist, you're not going to make money. That's why they say, you know, there's a cliche that artists, uh, starving artists, right? People call them starving because they're artists. But when it came to entrepreneurs, if you don't make money, you call, you're called a failed entrepreneur, right? They don't call you a starving entrepreneur or a failed artist. It's always starving artists because they're supposed to be so pure in their artistry that they can't be bothered to do marketing. They can't be bothered to do any commercial thinking or planning because their only job in this world is to put out great content or create great stuff. They're artists. But guess what? That's why this cliche starving artists exists because a lot of artists will not know how to promote themselves or market themselves or don't care enough to know, to understand that you cannot have great artistry without letting the world know about it. So you owe it to yourself, not just for your content, but to others who need to hear your message 
that they need to know about it too. So don't compromise on the marketing. Marketing does not mean just going out and buying a bunch of ads because guess what? Uh, ads to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, they're not, that's not the way to grow your audience. There's a whole bunch of different ways to grow your audience, which includes going on other people's podcasts, other people reaching other people's audiences, but you have to focus on reaching your audience first, okay? And you don't have to have a podcast to share your knowledge with the world. You can go to Facebook groups, you can join online forums, you can have discussions, you can help people out, you build relationships and find out what they're looking for. And then you start answering those questions on your podcast. And you can't just go and go to a, like, oh, today the hottest topic of the day is Bitcoin. So I'm just going to create a Bitcoin podcast. You can't do that. You have to go after, I have zero idea about Bitcoin. I have not invested in Bitcoin. I will never invest in Bitcoin at any time soon. I can't start a podcast about Bitcoins just because it's the hottest thing in town. So you have to go, you have to think about what is your core passion? What are you an expert about? Because you have to be able to create a lot of content. You have to be able to go on other people's podcasts and talk about it. So you have to be a subject matter expert. And is it your passion? And is it in a monetizable niche? Because not all niches are the same. So and not all podcast topics are have equal growth. So a true crime podcast is super popular, right? People love to hear true crime and comedy and politics. Those are all very, very popular niches. But if I start a podcast about basket weaving, right, you're not going to get much of a, a audience for that. So don't look at the true crime guys who are getting millions of downloads. And hey, I started a basket weaving podcast. Nobody <laughs> wants to listen to it. I have only 100 downloads. Maybe that's all, you know, you are in a small niche. So you have to put all these things together. And then I call it side door marketing, where you're marketing your podcast by not marketing your podcast. You don't market the podcast, but you're marketing your knowledge. And you can build a list by sharing your knowledge in written form. You don't even have to wait to get 100 episodes of your podcast out. You can go and write articles in Facebook groups. In fact, in two years ago, I was literally nobody uh, in the podcasting world, right? But I became a speaker at the number one podcasting conference in the world, Podcast Movement. I went from nobody podcaster to speaking in the biggest stage. And that's because I went into podcasting groups. I gave them, these are the like offshoot advices, right? Talk about things that people wouldn't talk about. Talk about your expertise. That's where it helps to be an expert in your industry. So you can go out there and show, and then the people are noticing and saying, wow, this guy knows something. Maybe we should get him to talk about this on your podcast. Then people start noticing. Maybe they'll put out videos on social media talking about certain things. You can just fire up your camera and talk about certain topics. People notice that you know your stuff. Then you start going on podcasts. So there are a lot of things you can do to promote your podcast other than just posting links on Facebook and Twitter, which are seen by your same friends and your same family and your same relatives over and over and over again. They're just tired of it. And every time you post a link to your website, podcast website on your Facebook page, the reach goes plummeting. Facebook does not want you sharing links on Facebook because they don't want people to leave their platform. So if you share any link, then your reach goes down. But if you share a photo and a message and something thoughtful, something that will initiate conversation, that's what Facebook will start promoting. So I call it side door marketing, where you're promoting your podcast without promoting directly your podcast. You promote the niche, you build an audience, you build a list, then they will follow you. Then if you say, hey, I have a podcast. Oh, I can't wait 
because I'm already following Ravi on uh, social media. I love what he says. And I want to hear a long form because on Facebook, he can only talk for five minutes or on Instagram, he can only put a one minute video or two minutes, three minutes. Instagram is not for long form video either. And so maybe I'll go listen to this podcast and that's how you build a relationship. And then you can take them to your business. You sell coaching or consulting or your products or services. That's how you, you create the whole stack. Super. Ravi, we have come to an end of this interview. But before uh, I let you go, if people would like to learn more about you and listen to your podcast and reach out to you for uh, you know, your coaching or take one of your programs, what is the best possible way? Uh, go to subscribeme.fm. That's my main website. There on the top, you'll see the playlist of my podcast. Uh, further down, you'll see my coaching program and all the courses I uh, create and sell, my business coaching, consulting, and all the courses and software products. Everything is on subscribeme.fm. Super. Thank you so much, Ravi. It has been an amazing conversation. Your insights always fascinates me and I have learned a lot from you about podcasting, you know, primarily the marketing and audience growing bit. I have found them really interesting and, and makes a lot of sense, the ideas and insights that you talk about marketing and, you know, growing the audience for the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. I really enjoyed having this conversation with you. I really appreciate it. You always ask great questions and it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Vijay. Podcast Unfiltered is a Wine Studio production. The show is produced by me, Vijay Gautam, and Anushka Pandey is the assistant producer. Shrey Obrue is our audio engineer for the show. You can find other podcasts produced by Wine Studio by visiting our website, wine.studio that is w-y-n.studio or searching wine studio on your podcast app i'll see you in the next episode